0: Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. This is Tennessee Wildcast, TWA's weekly podcast show. Jason Harmon right here. I'm Doug Markham. How's it going, Doug? It's going great because it's fall.
1: It's deer season.
0: It's deer season for a lot of folks. It's fishing season almost again. You know what I mean? It's, oh, well. At least the water temperatures are going to start getting a little better There's later for fishing. those of us who don't get in the woods. There's
1: some good fishing in the fall.
0: There's some great fishing in the fall. And we're going to have a lot of great ideas for y'all today on how to get outside with some events that twa offers been offering for years we'll introduce our guest in a minute but your chance to get you outside possibly you outside certainly your kids outside Mm -hmm. and then we have some other folks that we'll talk about that there's some hunts coming up just for them and other events so many other events yeah anyway speaking of coming up we're in the deer season
1: yep fall deer season
0: and so we got a long way to go to the end of october almost Mm -hmm. to the end of october for archery only season and we were talking before the show started you can go out and get what else during the fall turkey hunt i mean the fall deer hunt oh, darn you like can everyone. get you a turkey <laughs> that's right that's right
1: yeah just check your guide you can get you a turkey during yeah, the fall you fall, can during the fall season yeah,
0: set up and get you a turkey and if you go get you a deer and remember we were we're te- talking about it every week if you haven't checked out the guide yet or our website yet mm-hmm. you got to remember that we have a new definition on what is an antlered and antlerless deer yeah right mm-hmm. don't forget and we don't have
1: pictures of that to show you at home but if it breaks the skin, it's a buck.
0: And it's all over the website. And it's, in, it's all over this thing right here. It's all in that right there. Yep. Just get a copy of the guide or go on our site and look at the electronic web, the electronic hunting guide. And if it protrudes above the hairline, it is a buck now. Mm-hmm. So... Be careful with what you're doing if you're one of those that likes to hunt bucks all year long.
1: Yep, and hey, if you kill you a nice buck or a doe, whatever, you can hashtag your photo to you in trophy room. It will end up on our tag board, our Tennessee Trophy Room tag board, and it's that easy. On any of your social media sites, you just post it to your own page, and it'll generate and end up on our tag board. Yeah, we're getting
0: board. some good traffic out there, and we like it. We want to hear from all y'all and and put it out there, tag it mm-hmm. out there. Some good photographs going out, yep. out there too. What else you got before what, we go?
1: Look what's on the screen, Doug.
0: I'm afraid to. Oh, I'm scared too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, this is a photograph we got the other day. And this is it was sent to us after it was verified as being a legitimate cougar in a in a county in Tennessee. It's Wayne County, which is down in southern middle Tennessee where I like to go fish for smallmouth, or used to. But anyway, that is a cougar.
1: Watch your back, Doug. Now. Watch
0: my back when I'm out there fishing now. That's a cougar. And we put this thing on our on our Facebook the other day, and it was after a couple of days. I think it had gone to a half a million people in a yeah. couple of days. So cougars are fascinating to people, but we, we do have them in Tennessee, and there's all kinds of commentary out there on the Facebook page about cougars. But it, we're not – some folks think that we have been denied that there's no cougars in Tennessee for – decades yeah and i've been one of those deniers if that's what you want to call them i've been saying i would and and a lot of the guys that we work with have been saying i'll believe it when i see it well last year we finally got good evidence that there's cougars in tennessee and our biologists who are not alarmed about anything because they're biologists they say these things have been migrating or expanding rather their range from out west for years and believe it or not we used to have native cougars in tennessee they were called eastern cougars now we have western cougars because uh, people killed out the the eastern cougar a long time ago. So mm-hmm. the western's making its way back. And here's the disappointing thing to a lot of people that they don't want to believe. This is what a cougar looks like.
1: Yes, this right here. This right there. was is what taken it, at the National Zoo. Right. Thanks to them for letting us come out and take some photos. Todd
0: went out there. I went out there. You went out there. We all went out and took a bunch of photos of a tawny-colored western cougar. And the things that people get mad at us about is that we tell them there's no black cougars Mm -hmm. because there's no documentation of black cougars, but there are black jaguars. And I will tell you years ago, many, many years ago, when I first started the agency, there was a man that was an entertainer out in Ashland city, Tennessee, who had black jaguars as pets. And they got out. They greet, I bet our guests will remember that they got out. And uh, one of them, there was somebody killed in it and a baby killed in or youngster. And there was another woman that got that got killed on the way home because she was excited about these cougars being out and maybe getting in, killing some of her cattle. It was an awful thing, but they were black, but they were jaguars. And Mm -hmm. uh, according to Wally Cook, who works here now, there's no more black, there's no more of those big cats belonging to anybody anymore. They're all in zoos. Right. So there you go. That's what a cougar looks like. Right. That's it. Are you going to tell right me there. that you saw a black one the other day? No, okay. no,
1: it was just a house cat.
0: It was a house cat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Where are we now? Are we ready to go and get yeah, Donald in here?
1: Let's uh, introduce our guest. How about you, what do you say?
0: I think I think if we need to, so many people know Donald Hossie, also known as Don Hossie, that we might not have to introduce him. But Don, thanks for being on the program. Thanks for having
2: me. Happy to be here.
0: You have been uh, working here a long time, and you have done a Ian nice things for people with all this outreach stuff you do, and. That's what we're going to talk to you about today. But when I first met you, I believe you were an officer, wildlife officer for TWRA.
2: Yep, yep, probably the Davidson County officer.
0: And How long were you here at Davidson before you?
2: I actually started my illustrious career in Shelby County. Oh, you did? Yep, yep. South Shelby County for a year, then transferred to uh, native Williamson County. So got close to home, and I guess I was in Davidson County probably about four years. Okay. So you you were a
0: wildlife officer in the, two of the bigger... Yeah. Almost if like you were Mr. Metropolis, I guess.
2: Yeah. You get uh, talking about painter calls and all that kind of good stuff. You get everything being a, <laughs> a, a metropolitan officer. <laughs> and
0: so, we don't uh, want to make people mad at us. We just we just get a lot of these kinds of calls. No, and them. I
2: agree, too. You know, I, every single year, regardless of what county I was in, I got calls uh, between bears and mount lines and things like that. And I was the same thing, you know. Until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. But, yeah, you know, there's no dispute, and they're here.
0: Well, we they're are, here. absolutely. And it's never – on the you saw on Facebook though that a lot of folks said they're just now meant we've been talking about this for a year now. This you can yeah. go look on the website and see the sightings and it's been going on for a year across the state. Yep. Or not across the state, mostly in Middle Tennessee and West Tennessee portions mm-hmm. of it. Yep. Donald, yep. let's talk about let's talk about the Beasley property. Yeah. Let's get that photograph up there. You do so much outreach work and you meet so many kind of people out there that are willing to help you do outreach work to get people to get youngsters and women and and Wounded Warriors and all involved in hunting and fishing and all that. One of the nice people you had is Mr. Is it Tom Beasley? Yep, correct. And tell us about Mr. Beasley and what's going on in these photos and, and this property, this cool property that we, we were working with.
2: Yeah, pretty amazing deal. Um, Mr. Beasley, you know, uh, a great steward of the land and um, really avid with the land trust. And he bought the piece of property he about 20 years ago. And from the get-go, he opened his doors. It was a little over 2,000 acres and let the agency pretty much have full reign um, on the habitat control and also uh, um, a variety of, you know, hunting opportunities for the public. We right now have got over 40 different tree stands. We've got five wheelchair-accessible hunting houses. And um, I guess within the last few months, the agency actually uh, acquired the property. So now it's the Buffalo Ridge Refuge. And uh, through, you know, just the last, you know, 18 years, there's been hundreds of kids have gotten their first deer. Um, thousands of women have gotten an opportunity to go muzzleloader hunting. We've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of wounded soldiers um, take part in the getaway weekends. It's just been a, an awesome place, and to know that it's preserved now um, for our agency for the future. And plus, we've got a lot of great ideas on how we'd like to even perpetuate it and affect more people.
0: Well, let me back up a little bit because I messed up getting caught in the cougar thing again. You, after you became a wildlife officer, you got into this outreach position. Talk about that, and then we'll talk about where the business property is How yeah that? yeah
2: yeah that's what you know i love being a wildlife officer but uh kind of changed gears about 18 20 years ago and moved to the national office and uh got into the wildlife education and um had a chance you know start um working with a lot of officers and other agency personnel and other you know wild turkey federation uh, quail forever other uh non organizations our foundation. Um, to try to, you know, find opportunities to get women and kids and pretty much anybody in the outdoors, um, especially the urban sprawl in Tennessee. It's a harder and harder thing to accomplish mm-hmm. if with sports and computers. But there's a ton of people that want to go, and, uh, you know, I feel very blessed to be able to do what I do and call it my job.
0: Very good. And the uh, we're going to give you an idea on how to get some of your kids and window warriors and the women involved here in a few minutes. But, Donald, we're the- – we constantly are having to, to recruit folks or go get them one. Like you said, we got so much sprawl now and losing properties and all that. But the agency also depends on license holders. So it's, you got a job that's, that's neat and it's got good intention, but it's also a business.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's our bread and butter are the sportsmen. you know, we can't do it without the purchase of hunting and fish license. There's no way. And it's, you know, and like I said, too, there's a lot of kids, you know, um, coming from single parent homes Um, and you know I've even had fathers say listen I don't know why but my son or my daughter is just they want to go hunt I was the same way you know my dad didn't hunt and I was just lucky that a friend of mine his father mentored me and for some reason that's all I want to do you know especially growing up and you know and to be able to make the create these opportunities for these kids now it's it's pretty awesome and actually on our agency's website now uh, we've got a on the same track of property, um, we're going to be taking 35 kids. Where is
0: this track? I'm sorry, Don.
2: Uh, the, it's the Buffalo Ridge uh, Refuge, and it's right there off exit 143 in Humphreys County. Humphreys County. It's got an unbelievable deer herd there. Um tons and tons of deer a lot of nice bucks too we've uh, actually run trail cameras and lots you know 130 140 even 150 class deer running around but the thing we do for the kids um, they got to be hunter ed certified and they can have not Ever harvested deer before, and so we got the application on our website. They can fill it out, get it back Jason. into Thank us. You. Yeah, and it's pretty awesome. We have a Friday night cookout and a big bonfire, and you know, to have thirty-five plus kids there that have never gotten their first deer, the deer camp, the the vibe. It's it's a neat thing, and I would, as long as we have you know decent weather the next morning or the next day, you know, typically I'd say eighty percent chance at least getting an opportunity whether they can pull it off, is another deal. But yeah. uh, out of those 35 kids, you know, probably 15 or so will get their first deer, which is a pretty neat thing to be a and, part and of.
0: And real easy on our website, it's tnwildlife.org. We say it all the time. And then there, the just there's a menu out there at the top called Outreach. Outreach, And yeah. if you pull it down. and just it's also kids. Just for kids. And let's show the uh, the other applications out there that Donald wanted to talk about beyond BOW Muzzleloader Workshop, Donald.
2: Yeah, and that was something, too, when I first Took my job, you know, the Becoming an Outdoors Woman program, which is an awesome, awesome thing that our AC's evolved with. Um, we have events across the state, um, our three day workshop up in Cross with the Clyde York 4 H Center. But it was one of these things that, you know, we have ladies that come to the workshop, you know, might want to be interested in backyard habitat or photography or something like that. And then they meet some ladies that just got off the range. You know, they may have never shot a firearm much before. And, So they think you know next year I may sign up for a muzzleloader class, and so they'll go there and get to shoot you know everything on the outdoor woman program is hands on. We want if you sign up for four wheelers, you're riding a four wheeler. Same you know fly fishing, you're out there fly fishing. So these ladies, you know, they would go through you know two or three years at Outdoor Woman. They take an introductory deer hunting class. They've never hunted before. They take the muzzleloading class, you know, and then so now they want to go to the to the woods, so we helped develop a lot of cool. these beyond BOW programs in which we're taking them a step further. And, and it's been pretty amazing, you know. We've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women that have been through this program. And you know, to meet people who have never had this opportunity, um, get their first deer, uh, we help you know, show them how to field dress them, we'll help quarter them up, we'll give them ideas on how to prepare it and cook it. And you know, it's just been an absolute blast. We have that particular workshop. On November the 11th through the 13th, it costs $200, which includes your meals. And also you have a guy that takes you to your stand. You'll hunt, you know, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday morning.
0: This is Baisley property? Yeah, yet.
2: correct. And then the rut is kicking. Um, it is awesome. Well, wow, um,
0: that's about as good as it gets right yeah, there, Donald. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm telling you, the leaves are turning, you know, and it's... Uh, it's it's a great time it it's, really is
0: it's a good time but as much as you like to hunt that must be kind of tough when you're watching you?
2: <laughs> no and you know that's what born and raised you know yeah. um, doing it you know and uh, at this point in my life you know I, it, I would much rather introduce somebody and to see somebody you know i think about how special it was for me you know the first deer mm-hmm. or the first duck or first turkey i called in and to be able to help somebody perpetuate that it's absolutely it's awesome
0: you help with a lot of different people donald and these are some of the events that you're spearheading yourself and want to talk about more of those but there are also wildlife officers and wmas and stuff that are holding stuff is that correct
2: yeah and that's one thing too you know we started i think the youth deer hunts about 20 years ago and actually we darren Ryder and me and some other the fire hall up in ashland city you know and We've had some private farms to hunt, and also twenty thousand acres of Cheetah Wildlife Management Area, and it's been pretty incredible over oh, since the twenty years to see how many other agency personnel, officers, managers, technicians—you know, the whole gamut—have stepped up. And you know, I'm getting calls all the time, everything from you know, want to take kids on a you know a raccoon hunt, to, you know, predator hunts to quail hunts to you, you name it, deer mm-hmm. hunts, turkey hunts duck hunts, the whole nine yards. I mean, everybody gets it. Uh, That you know, if you've been lucky enough, you know, to hunt and fish in the great state of Tennessee and to be able to make that opportunity for somebody else, you know, it's – that's where it's at.
0: Is your website right now, our website and our Facebook, that's the best way to find out about all this stuff that's Correct. going on? I know our, even our officers in the field, they advertise a lot on our website. Yeah. And, yeah, and a
2: lot of these opportunities, like I said, just, you know, the public go to the kids' page and mm-hmm. the outdoor calendars, um, you know, a lot of them are doing youth. We had probably 10 or 15, you know, youth-only dove hunts that were, you know, for yeah. open a weekend and things like that. And a lot of these are coming about, you know, just keep – looking at our website you know once a week or every other week, and it's going to show you where these opportunities are at
0: and i know it's on this hunt coming up for these kids you said must be uh, must be hunter education certified so we, jason and i were talking about at the beginning we have something called an apprentice license but that doesn't qualify here right you've got to be certified
2: tip yes we would like it where you know um these kids are going to have you know the proper educate course they're still gonna have to have a you know with somebody 21 years or older to be with them also but for this particular event we would like for them to be have the hunter Uh, education
0: that's a good deal and as a as a former wildlife officer and what you do now and we've had this discussion before, I think, with Randy Husky, but what what would you rather see him do, the traditional course, online course, or does it really matter to you?
2: I, I made my kids go through the traditional course. I think now, especially you look at what's encompassed in that hunter ed class, it's unbelievable. And I'm a, for, me personally, I think they need to go through the traditional class and spend every – I mean, it's a big responsibility between, you know, hunter ethics to, you know – when you go afield and you're going to take it upon yourself to harvest an animal, to do it the proper way in the ethical way. And, um, I, I I'm a, a kind of old school. Oh, I'm definitely old school. I'm with you on yeah. that.
0: All right. Get into some other stuff, but we also have another group wounded warriors. Yeah. That you and am I using the right phrase there? Typically,
2: not to, nothing against the Wounded Warrior Project, but we pretty much wounded soldiers is wo- what soldiers. we call. Okay, and uh, that was another thing, Mister Beasley, Tom Beasley. He was you know a graduate of West Point, was in Special Forces in Vietnam. Oh wow. just a super neat guy. And we had been doing the deer hunts, and we'd had a few you know the kids hunts, several of those, and a couple of ladies hunts. And with him being a veteran, he was like, and especially a Vietnam veteran, he realized you know the importance of our soldiers and then the appreciation, you know, show them that you care about them. So about 15 years ago uh, with his military contacts, he approached us wanting to know if we'd like to do something for wounded soldiers. And of course we definitely would. And out of everything I've had the privilege to do with the agency, that that's the number one, you know, honor for me to actually do something for these men and women that have done everything for us. You know, it's been absolutely awesome. You know, we've done every. The deer hunt, you know, um, turkey hunts. We even have one gracious um, landowner that flies his plane up to Fort Campbell and picks up the soldiers and flies them to his private duck club. And, uh, you know, and it's something we don't really, no offense, want the media there. We just want these soldiers, you know, sit around a campfire and be able to, you know, if they want to talk about things and just be an outlet. And the main thing, too, which it shocks me is, you know, how appreciative, you know, they don't think anybody cares about them you know, and to shake no. your hand no. and to make this opportunity for them. It, it's its an awesome thing to be a part of.
0: Don't let me get out of this in a minute without talking about Moment of Freedom, too. Yeah. It goes I hand am. in hand with it. But when are or how can they find out, how can the wounded soldiers find out more about their opportunities through this agency?
2: Uh, they can't call the regional office. Typically, um, Through Fort Campbell, the Warrior Transition Battalion, we do our active duty, and there's a lot of uh, nonprofits, too, that we've been helping out with, you know, trying to make avenues. Um, We do some work, some with the Wounded Warrior Project also when there's opportunities and they have veterans that we get a a hold of. Um, But the bulk of the stuff right now that we're doing um, are for the active duty out of Fort Campbell
0: okay all right and there are several wounded groups out there or, or veteran groups out there correct correct and, correct and it can wounded soldiers are where we, we go there now you have also something called moment of freedom and somebody named shane hall that we all respect and work and thinking about but what is the moment of freedom and how does that sort of tie in with what we do with wounded soldiers
2: and that was something you know um being lucky enough to be a part of the outreach for all these years and i've known shane for a while but i really got to know him a couple of years ago when um the commission filled up um, his position as doing contract work for the moment of freedom and of course shane's in a chair wheelchair and you know full of life and ideas and inspiration um but it was something, you know, to make wheelchair-accessible hunting opportunities and fishing opportunities. You, and
0: let me correct myself then. It's not just for wounded soldiers at it's all. It's for, for anybody that's in a hand that's
2: right. And, you know, and that was something, you know, you get so much going on when you start thinking about stuff and you're like, Shane, you're 1,000% right. You know, we do a lot of stuff for a lot of people, but this is a group that nobody, you know, we have some fishing piers and we have some duck blinds right. here. Nothing, you know, a smattering. And, you know, Jason's done a phenomenal job on getting the, the website's got the gps coordinates you know there's dozens of hunting and fishing opportunities now in which somebody in a wheelchair can basically you know um find the coordinates it'll put them in touch with you know the manager or whoever is responsible for that you know and start um having that opportunity which you know um something that we needed we got to do you know um
0: and we got i think we got waterfowl
2: Mm -hmm. Hunts that come up
0: and get drawn for that will help them out. Yeah,
2: I know Old Hickory, Cheatham. I know Jeff Martin over there at Real Foots made a lot of opportunities. Bagoda, a lot of waterfowl. Matter of fact, on the Beasley, uh, Buffalo, ridge refuge we're putting a moment of freedom blind in on it um, we're going to put a real nice food plot in there and it's someplace you know open with the statewide season somebody in a wheelchair with a helper wants to go hunt they can have at it is all that under jason
0: is that under the outreach or where did you find it when you? yeah were you can
2: concerned? find that
1: on, under the outreach or well i think it's under outreach but org will take you right to it yeah yeah it's an awesome program and this is the map if you're watching online you can see see the different uh blinds for deer and turkey and where they're at, located across the state and you got your waterfowl tab and your boating and fishing uh, access tab there too
2: yeah and chain's even been working in region three they're talking about now even a, um, a trout stream accessible for wheelchairs oh, wow. yeah i mean it's it's awesome stuff and there's
1: an opportunity to donate if you feel like you want to donate to the program you can do it right there on our website
2: and that's something too it's not a cheap to build these structures to make them up to the you know um that the, the proper specification. So any donations would certainly help.
0: All right. Well, we, uh, Shane, we all think a lot about Shane and um, think about Shane and really appreciate all the work Shane has done with yeah. us. And I know you do a lot with two, Donald as much as you've been around these handicap accessible sites, do, do the, the folks that come and hunt them have to get somebody to come and help them along, or do they are they all independent enough to come there? Is it a combination of all I, of it? It's or? a
2: combination. I mean, um, some people are more mobile than others and um, things such as that, but, you know, the main thing is there is the opportunity there. It's there, though, exactly. to help whatever
0: situation. And
2: I, I honestly, I think, you know, Tennessee is going to be the leader in the nation in this the the, the moment of freedom, and uh, I think other state agencies have already recognized the need and they're starting to pick up on what we're doing. Which you know for Shane to you know be instrumental in starting something like that is pretty awesome. And a lot of
0: folks know Shane from the National Wild Turkey Federation. Yeah. Some great stuff he's done with them, also there. So anyway, all right let's talk about one other thing at least Donald. whatever else you have in mind and that's that's something called toys now we're a ways away from toys and at some time we're going to get a young lady named Lexi Lane on here to talk about it but it's Tennessee Outdoor Youth Summit there's been some changes in it it's one of the best camps that's ever been held for the outdoors as far as I'm concerned certainly in Tennessee I've never seen anything like it Donald what is it
2: yeah and that's this was my first year to be a part of it too and you know um Until you actually experience something, you don't know what to experience, you know, to think about it. But it was absolutely awesome. Um, Both my kids went, and I've got two girls, you know. And the first thing I asked them after we left, I said, y'all want to go back? And it was no doubt about it, they're in. They want to come back next year. It's for a a child, a high school um, age that would, you know, even thinking about wanting to pursue a career in the outdoors, or the wildlife, uh, the stuff that they, they get to do—it's a week-long camp. They start at eight o'clock in the morning, and some of the classes aren't done, you know, till twelve o'clock at night. Um, everything from <laughs> burning off fields—it's you got to go back to work just so you can get rested mm-hmm. up. But uh, they get, you know, have the canine units out there. They go out and do prescribed burns. They go shocking, electrofishing. electro-fishing yeah. go bow fishing at night. They run, you know, commercial netting gear. Jug fishing. Yeah, jug fishing. There's so much stuff that our agencies evolved in that people don't have any idea. Um, Archery, and then, oh, pistol it, shooting, They even go. Shooting. We do stuff with bats. They go to um, caves at night with thermal imaging and watch the bats come out of the caves and, you know, and just to monitor that and uh, endless, endless stuff. It's a week long. It's, it's a hoot.
0: Now, this, this does cost some money. We're giving you a way advance notice because it won't be, what, till next June or July? July,
2: yeah. And,
0: and we'll get a uh, Lacey back on there and Donald, too. But uh it costs, what, like $300, and there's a scholarship opportunity. And I don't want to put you on the spot yeah, too Yeah, I'm far thinking
2: yet. it's around 350 But, you know, okay. it's a week-long camp. You come in on a Sunday get and leave on a, yeah, a Friday Gotta or Saturday. Saturday. Yeah.
0: Now, we're used to it. If, if they're watching it and they've seen it for years, they go, oh yeah, that's a that place mm-hmm. over there in Southside in Montgomery County, but that's not there anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah, and – this year it looks like the same place where we have the outdoor woman um the three-day workshop up in crossville um trying to you know move it across the state make it a sure. little more feasible for kids you know in other parts of the state so this year we're looking at going to the Clyde York 4-8 center they got a tremendous Near facility crossville. yeah yeah it's up on the plateau it will be a little cooler you know they got well over 100 plus acres there a couple of nice size lakes shooting range um Tremendous staff. UT, Knoxville, um, it's one of their places, and it's 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 an awesome, awesome Maybe camp.
0: last year I talked to them myself a little bit about fishing. Maybe this year they can actually go ride real fishing in one of those cool
2: little lakes. Yeah, yeah, and that's what, you know, for our outdoor woman, we go fly fishing. We also do the regular, um, the introductory to fishing, and also the advanced fishing. Got all kinds of fish in the lake. So it's, a, it's an awesome facility, so pretty excited about it. And we'll,
0: that. you'll be seeing more, and there will be a lot of that on the website uh, a little bit later a little bit later in the year. Donald, any other things come to mind that may not be on the website now that they need to be looking for in the months ahead between now and, and next spring?
2: I'd You know, get these kids out. There's going to be coming up, you know, a lot of our wildlife management areas are going to be having youth-only hunts coming up. Some of them are even before you know, the traditional young sports movie, and you know, I already had some, you know, youth deer hunts um, for the kids only. A lot of them, you know, encompass some neat cookouts, you know, and regardless if you get a deer or not, just to get them outside. Get them away from these computers and away from the phones a little while and let them be kids again. Well, what
0: about the as far as um, mentors? You have them there, but can parents come to, to the – to the hunts like the bees you know, the parents there or are they encouraged to leave their kids and and let uh, let the mentors take it from there
2: no i I think you know to have that role model and to have that parental figure um yeah, we do provide mentors and I've mentored you know a a ton of kids over the years and I'm happy to do it but if you know I've had moms and dads both you know um, they may not know anything about it but that's something you know we have the safety harnesses we take them right to the tree stand if they're not comfortable the tree stand we have ground blinds You know, we have 3D deer there. It shows them. We go. That's the thing. We were getting back to the hunter education aspect of it, where they go and they have some knowledge about it, but then where you reiterate the whole time they're there, you know, we're going to have a blast. We're going to do it in a safe, ethical manner. Um, But I think it's, you know, regardless, you know, you'll have grandfathers with their granddaughters there. Um, Just somebody in that family structure you know even a neighbor if they feel comfortable or their aunts or their uncles or whoever that they can bond on and you know hopefully they'll have a good experience there and then you know hey let's check out Cheatham WMA or let's you know you know somebody get a piece of property and build up that bond and perpetuate it and continue to take these kids
0: okay and I know you mentioned ducks a while ago but waterfowl is a part of it too Will there be some good waterfowl hugs this year
2: yeah, yeah, and I know they do quite a few, you know, in West Tennessee. And actually one thing too we do for a, a fallen soldiers there uh, they're at Cheatham um wildlife management area. And you know, the second Saturday of February when they always give us that youth only duck hunt, um we partner with Delta Waterfowl and uh Daniel Greer, he was uh, Thank uh you. Yeah, a good did. friend of uh of the agencies, you know, he was a firefighter, he was a marine that lost his life and uh so out of respect for him the fire department comes out we set up the tents death the waterfowl feeds them they get a duck call and we'll take you know 50 60 kids duck hunting that day and you know if actually like i said mm-hmm. um with the colder weather and you know we've had some pretty good duck hunts especially for middle tennessee
0: it seems like the kids get one of the best sick days of the year or that. i think they
2: there? need to open the refuge i'm all about it <laughs> you know there
0: would be a lot of people to be along with you donald <laughs> on that i've heard that before too all right
1: jason anything else do you want to elaborate on the on the bow in crossville the crossville event you didn't talk a whole lot about that we're running out of time
2: well we tomorrow's another day yeah
0: tomorrow's another day donald you do wonderful work for the agency and you've introduced a lot of people a lot of people not just kids a lot of people to the outdoors
2: no it's awesome so hopefully yeah. a whole lot more
0: hopefully a whole lot more before it goes all right thanks everybody thanks todd
2: yeah. thanks jason thank thanks you.
0: donald for coming in or donald yeah. gets a t-shirt
2: yeah he does
1: we're gonna we'll, him a t-shirt because we'll get more of those away in, in uh, future shows but uh thanks for watching uh make sure you go to our website check out under the outreach section just for kids and then also under outreach is the bow stuff and and fill out an application and hopefully you'll get drawn for this hunt and other hunts and just get outside and enjoy the outdoors
0: it's just tnwildlife.org it's that easy yep to have a good time we'll see you next week
1: all right see y'all thank y'all